0: As the high school football season rolls on, we've got you covered. It's on the way. It's high enough. It's long enough. It's good. Good. Oh, my goodness. It's good. They win it. They win it. Are you kidding me? What a game. woo This is Next Round Preps on the Double Down Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, John Lunsford
1: and Jerry Young. And welcome in to the final week of the regular season right here on Next Round Preps. John Lunsford, Jerry Young here with you. And Jerry, the game we were all waiting for last week, Thompson and Hoover, number one and number two, finally happened. It was for the 7A Region 3 Championship and an incredible game. 24-21 didn't go the way that we were expecting it to, uh, being the Thompson broadcast team. But, you know, quarterback injury in the second half led to Thompson kind of slowing down offensively. Hoover took advantage of it. They came back and won 24-21. What a ball game.
0: You know, as close as we are to the game, too, and to Thompson, uh, still don't have a definitive answer yet on Connor Harrell. We do know that the last play or close to the last play of the first half, he threw a 70-yard touchdown pass. When he came through on that pass, his thumb actually hit in the face mask of a defender and got caught in the face mask, and that was the end of Connor Harrell for the night. The point being, we were up 21-10, to or I say we, Thompson was up 21-10 to at the half, just had a big goal line stand to go into halftime, and you felt like the momentum was on Thompson all the way. You come out of the locker room, you got a sophomore quarterback who— is a very good athlete, but let's face it, John had done nothing but cleanup duty all year long. Hadn't thrown a pass, I don't think, all year. and was put in a row to where we had to come back. The The difference was Thompson got down there, got first and go twice, came away with no points in the second half, and got beat 24-21, and a result dropping from number two in the nation to number 25. So a big blow to us. However, Coach Mark Freeman made the statement, we're not here to win Uh, To go undefeated season, our goal is to win the state championship and we'll, depending on how Connor Harrell uh, injury report comes, they got a week off, got time to heal up a little bit, and then they'll make a run for it in the playoffs.
1: Yeah, we'll see what happens in the postseason. Thompson will finish as the two-seed. Hoover will finish as the one-seed. And with that, uh, as we kind of look ahead to the playoffs, we still have a week of the regular season left, even though a lot of the big teams are off in this final week, including Thompson and Hoover both. But Thompson, now the two-seed, they'll host Florence in the playoffs. Hoover will host Spartan. We were talking about Thompson maybe hosting Spartan had they won that game, a team they already beat 55-0 earlier this season. Uh, Had some other big games, though, that happened last week. I was uh, partial, you know, the two teams that – I have a tie to now are the Thompson Warriors and the Homewood Patriots where I played. And Homewood last week, falling to Briarwood, they were up 7 nothing at halftime. Fell to Briarwood 21-18. to So close. So close to having that home game, but didn't quite get there.
0: You know, and that game was decided in the last minute, I think, also. So, you know, another exciting ball game. Going back to the Hoover-Thompson game, it was decided in the last minute as well, just like Homewood and Briarwood. So, You know, these are teams that we start out this podcast talking about that are, are, you know, traditional teams in high school football. And, you know, it's got to go one way or the other. And, uh, you know, our feelings are hurt today uh, as far as Homewood and Thompson, but we'll move on and. Playoff start. The real season, as I like to call it, is about ready to start.
1: The real season is about to start. All right, let's go over some of the games we talked about last week that we don't necessarily have a tie to in 3A. Big game between and T.R. Miller, a close one, T.R. Miller, uh, really solid this season. Region champ this season. Both these are playoff teams, 30-28. to T.R. Miller gets the win in that one down in 3A. In 5A, Ramsey and Pleasant Grove. This is a game that for the last couple years has been a pretty solid game. Ruben Nelson no longer at Ramsey. They've fallen off a little bit. Still a playoff team there in 5A Region 5. But Pleasant Grove, they have been absolutely dominant. The only loss was to Oxford, but they won that game. They had to forfeit it uh, after the fact. So they have been really, really solid. Oxford, I was talking to somebody about Oxford Today And, and you know, they won, won the region. They're going to end up being a one seed in the playoffs. But I was talking to somebody whose team is going to probably have to play Oxford. It's either going to be Homewood or Chelsea playing Oxford. And, um, you know, Oxford state champion two years ago this year, they start with Thompson, not the best team to start out with, who's, you know, number one, number two in 7A. And then you have Pleasant Grove, who could make a, an argument for number one in 5A. And there's Oxford's kind of sitting in the middle. So poor Oxford losing that one. Pleasant Grove beating Ramsey in that one. Um, and then the game we were looking forward to, Leeds, and Alexandria didn't quite go the way we thought it would either.
0: Yeah, 5A Region 6, Alexandria all over Leeds, 43-7. to seven. Nobody saw that coming. I mean, if you would, uh, if you could bet on high school sports, that would have been one of those that the line would have been zero. It would have been a toss-up, and yet Alexandria really flexed their muscles. Uh, 6A Region 1, Spanish Fort at McGill-Tulin. They beat McGill-Tulin 35-14 to 14 in a game that uh, was a little bit more, more uh, wider margin than we thought it would be.
1: In 6A uh, Region 7... Fort Payne and Oxford. This game was for the uh, well, it's for a tie of the region championship with Arab, who was kind of sitting on the sideline. Oxford they win big in this one over Fort Payne, forty-one to thirteen. So Oxford will be that one seed. Like we mentioned, uh, Fort Payne they'll drop off. Arab will be the second seed Let me pull the old brackets here. Fort Payne will be three, and then Southside Gaston was already in as the four. So Oxford will host either Homewood or Chelsea. And uh, let's see, ARAB will host either Homewood or uh, Shades Valley. Uh, or shoot, they'll host Homewood or Shades Valley. Uh, Oxford hosts the Chelsea or Shades Valley. There's still ties to go in that one. Um, the, the way the ties go in 6A right now, Chelsea, Homewood, Shades Valley are in a three-way tie. Homewood is leading that tiebreaker, but Chelsea could win that tiebreaker if they beat Calera this week. Homewood has Pelham this week. If Homewood beats Pelham, it won't matter what happens. But um, if they both lose, Homewood wins. If they both win, Homewood wins. If Chelsea wins and Homewood loses, then Chelsea will win and Shades Valley will be able to sneak in the playoffs over Homewood. So still a chance. Homewood could lose the playoffs there. And uh, the other tiebreaker in 6A, Region 6, Jackson Owen, Gardendale, Pinson Valley, all technically in the playoffs, but still fighting for seeding because J.O. lost to Gardendale. So that made that three way kind of vicious cycle that they all beat each other. So still some
0: tiebreakers to go in Class 6A. You know, talking about Oxford, John, you go back to the very first game of the year when they had to play Thompson. They lost that game, I think, 55 to nothing. To come off the deck after a loss to just, you know, a 7A team, I get it. But to come back and win the region, absolutely phenomenal job by the Yellow Jackets coaching staff out there. Let's move to 7A Region 3. Hewitt-Trustful and Oak Mountain, a game that we thought would be uh, very close, turned out to be Hewitt-Trustful put it on them 28-7, to had control of the game the whole time, and did a good job. Staying in 7A Region 3, Gadsden City and Vestavia, you saw it, I saw it. We knew Vestavia was getting better as the season went on in a squeaker with Gadsden City, but they won it 21-14. to
1: Yeah, both those teams kind of sitting on the outside, making a little bit of a run towards the end of the season to try to make the playoffs. Had Oak Mountain uh, – or excuse me, had Gadsden City beaten Hewitt-Trustville when Thompson beat Oak Mountain, that could have potentially led to a, a chance for Gadsden City to get in the playoffs. And they could have been playing for their playoff life right there, but instead they are playing for fifth place the will be fifth place in the region and you know next year depending on what happens i don't know their senior class or not who all is leaving but um you know it, it'll take some time to build things with sean calhoun i think he finally did after a slow start to the season and you know, we'll see what Vestavia has next year because Thompson's going to be there. We know that. They have a lot of talent coming back. Hoover's always there. Hewitt is usually there. I think the question now is Oak Mountain with Evan Smith graduating after being there for so long, and then Vestavia, Gadsden City, who can kind of be that next team to step up. Spain Park also beating Tuscaloosa County, so that's your, your uh, 7A Region 3 standings. Hoover 1, Thompson 2, Hewitt 3, Oak Mountain 4, then Vestavia, Gadsden City, Spain Park, Tuscaloosa County in that order. Alright, well this is a non-region week, so the playoffs are are set for the most part you have a few tiebreakers that still need to play out this week 7a region one has region gains but that region's already been decided so the entire 7a bracket is done i believe 1a 2a 7a are completely done however 2a and 4a kind of got turned on its head a little bit with some forfeits um, that came down yesterday all that's updated at alpreps.com update all the brackets instantly when you sent that to me so i can make sure to have that so all the brackets are at alpreps.com. When we get back, though, we'll look at some rivalry games coming up this week, some big games between top teams from different classifications coming up, and it's kind of a good test for teams. At Homewood, we were always playing Vestavia, one of our rivals we played every year of Homewood's existence, and it was a 5A versus 6A game back in the day. It was a great test for us as we moved into the playoffs. So we'll preview some of those when we get back right here on Next Round Preps.
0: At All Britain and Artavino Family Dentistry, we know how valuable your time is. So if it's a crown you need, let us take care of it with our same-day crown service. We have the latest technology allowing us to build your custom crown right here in our office while you wait. All Britain and Artavino Family Dentistry is here to serve you. All Britain and Artavino are easy to find. Exit 238, that's the Alabaster exit, next door to American Family Care or call them at 205-664-7610. Chub Fathers got them burgers that be banging. Wings tenders, po' boys hoagies that be slaying. Hunger like no other, be good to one another so we can all be cool again. Be your brother's keeper, feed the people. Don't talk about it, be about that equal. Let's grow and grab some grub. I'm giving hunger hugs. Chubfather's Fathers, man, it's all about the love. Chubb Fathers in Alabaster. Hey everyone, this is Chris Stewart, and I want to tell you about a show I'm proud to be a part of, spotlighting Alabama high school athletes. It's called High School Sports Weekly, presented by OS1 Sports Injury Clinic, and it can be found on Facebook Watch as well as YouTube. We release videos each month spotlighting athletes that have unique stories of triumph and perseverance, as well as coaches, family members, and teachers that have helped them along the way. We also spend time meeting players and coaches of all sports throughout the entire school year. So be sure to follow us on Facebook or just Google High School Sports Weekly to watch these amazing stories. That's High School Sports Weekly presented by OS1 Sports Injury Clinic.
1: And welcome back in here to Next Round Preps. It is officially week 10 of the high school football season, the 11th overall week, and this is a non-region week for every region except 7A Region 1, even though the playoffs have been decided there. But some big games going on, really in all classifications. You can start in 1A and go all the way up to 7A and find some really interesting matchups. Uh, but we'll start in 3A and 4A, uh, T.R. Miller and W.S. Neal taking on each other. Should be a good kind of non-region game
0: before the playoffs. Yeah, but a lot of people may not know if you follow high school football, Of course, you do that. Both of those teams are in a little town called Bruton and East Bruton. There's a creek that separates Bruton and East Bruton. It's called Murder Creek. And there's a story behind that. You need to Google one time and look it up. But T.R. Miller being a 3A school, W.S. Neal being a 4A school. They play at the last game of the season every year and they call it the Battle of Murder Creek tr miller leads the series believe it or not 55 23 and now you've got two great coaches down there which you always have had at tr miller but brett hubbard of course is at tr miller he comes from maplesville with that winning record and brandon wilcox comes from Montevala down to ws Neal. this game john i'm telling you you can go back and look at the records. It's absolutely amazing to me. One team can be one and nine or one and eight coming into this season, the other team be eight and one. It'll still be a three point game. It's like the whole town, and I mean the whole town, shows up for this game. It is absolutely incredible to watch. And so you want to keep an eye on that ball game just to see who wins it.
1: All right. So you mentioned Brent Hubbard. What school did he come from? uh,
0: Maplesville. You mentioned
1: Brandon Wilcox. What school did he come from? Montevallo. Montevallo, Montevallo-Maplesville also playing this week in non-region play. So uh, just throwing that out there. It should be a good game. Maplesville always a a power down there in 1A. And Montevallo, they've kind of been back and forth, sometimes really dominant. They are a playoff team this year, but uh, it's interesting you bring that up because they're actually playing each other. So their old schools are playing each other as well. Um, Let's move on to another 3A, 4A matchup. This is a good one down in the uh, Montgomery area. Trinity taking on St. James. Trinity, a playoff team, I believe a two seed out of 3A, and St. James, a region champ out of 4A. Should be a good game there. This is a game that's been played over 40 times. And, uh, you know, I have to say there's a lot of really good football in these smaller, I say smaller, kind of 3A, 4A range down right. in kind of that Montgomery area. That's a really solid football.
0: Yeah. Trinity Presbyterian comes in with an 8-1 and one record. St. James comes in with an identical 8-1 and one record. But – uh trinity presbyterian leads the series 34 to 11 and that's another surprise and when i said that now trinity remember the 3a team st james the 4a team but the 3a team actually leads the series record with 34 to 11 just kind of a uh, interesting fact there john a game that i mean i may consider going to this game because we're off friday night Helena is down at UMS Wright, okay? And Helena's 9-0 and for the first time ever in their school history. They're in 6A. They're ranked high. A lot of people are talking now, you know, state championship possibilities. UMS Wright, if you know anything about Alabama high school football, that name's come up tremendously a lot of times. Terry Curtis been there for 22 years. They're a 5A school and an 8-1 and record. Richie Busby, as I mentioned, at Helena – uh, done a great job this game to me should come down to a last second field goal
1: well last year it was 12 to 7 low scoring game in that one so these are two teams that you know UMS Wright always known for good defense Helena's had some higher scoring games this season but they are the higher classification team don't forget UMS Wright a 4A team that's come up because of the competitive balance rule being a private school there and two region champions and this is a game that never I never would have expected to see on the schedule when I saw it last year you know cuz you do the two year deal so this is the second year deal and uh you know Helena will have to go down to Mobile now but uh, this is a game I thought this is a very interesting matchup you'll see some 7 eight teams reach out there and travel a little further but to see a 5a 6 eight team I can't imagine when I was at Homewood having to go down for a regular season game down in mobile now we had to travel the playoffs because we were in the south back then but I can never imagine going for a regular season game so it should be a really solid one and you mentioned Terry Curtis you know uh, up there is the great one of the greatest coaches in the state uh, ever and then Richie Busby I've been impressed I think they could have won a region championship last year had not been for COVID forfeits and they've done it this year and uh, you know we'll see how they do in the playoffs this year.
0: All right, I put a game on here, uh, Silicaga and Ben Russell, and I want to explain this why. The reason is Ben Russell is a 6A team. They've only gone 2-7. and seven. They've been struggling, John, and there's a time, you know, not too many years ago when you mentioned Ben Russell, you knew you were going to play somebody that was ready to play, but it hadn't been that way in the last five or six years. They come in this year at 2-7. and seven. They play a rival in Silicaga, which is right up 280 from them, but it's a smaller school. It's a 5A school that's a 7-2 and record. My question, can Ben Russell beat a lower classification team? So I'll say this
1: with Ben Russell. You're right. They used to be a power. When I was coming up at Homewood, they had two state – uh, two straight state championship games against Benjamin Russell. Ben Russell won one, Homewood won one. And we played them when I was a senior, a really solid game. They were always a really, really good team. And so it is kind of weird to see them, uh, you know, falling a, a little bit in that region. And they're not going to make the playoffs. They're coming from the same region that Helena's in. But I'll say this about Silicaga. I think Silicaga wins this game. I plugged the numbers into my mathematics. You know, formula to figure out what the spread would be. It was Silicaga minus one, so basically a pick'em between the two of them, and that's Silicaga on the road. So if they had been at home, would have been a little higher. But Silicaga is actually playing for a region championship this week, believe it or not. I know it sounds weird that you know it's a non-region game and it's 5A versus 6A, but Silicaga, Tallahassee, and Central Clay County are in a three-way tie for first place in 5A Region Four right now. Silicaga leads that, but barely. Central uh, Clay County can add seven to that total. They're at 11. Tallassee can add four. They're at 12. And Sylacauga can only add two with this, and they're at 15. However, if they win this, they're guaranteed to at least be tied at the top. And if Central uh, Clay County loses, they'll win the tiebreaker. So winning this game will actually potentially give them a region championship. So on top of the fact that I probably would have picked Sylacauga anyway, the fact that this is a region championship game, it doesn't. It's not a regional championship game at all, but because of tiebreakers it is, I have to go with Sylacauga to win this one in a close one.
0: That's the only information you can find out from John Lunsford, folks. That's why he is ALPreps.com. Chelsea and Calera. Uh, they're both local schools. You know, I say metro schools in Birmingham, so we wanted to talk about them a little bit. They're both 6A schools. Calera with a 6-3 and record. New atmosphere is the best way to put it at Calera. They've got... New facilities, uh, the same field, but they redid the home side. They've added a lot of parks and new practice fields. Everything around in Calera, so they got a good, um, you know, good mindset going into it. Chelsea four and five. I'm just saying Chelsea probably playing for pride right here.
1: Well, Chelsea also playing for a playoff spot. Actually, in this one, they've already made the playoffs. They're the only team in the three way tie from a five A Region five that has made the playoffs. But should they win? they can kind of take it to a team in Homewood who beat them earlier this season. Chelsea almost came back and won that one, but Chelsea is currently behind in the tiebreaker right now, so they need this win in order to potentially win the tiebreaker over Homewood. We'll talk about Homewood's game coming up in a second. I'll give Region 3 credit, 6A Region 3 credit. We mentioned Helena, they're playing UMS Right, We mentioned Ben Russell, they're playing a Sylacaque team, playing for a region title. We mentioned Calera, they're playing Chelsea, a team fighting for a playoff spot. Pelham, they're taking on Homewood uh, who's fighting for a playoff spot. These are some really solid games from 6A Region and three and uh this this one's no different because there is a lot on the line Calera, they're the three seed behind helena and pelham in that region and is gonna be the four seed there but you know uh, chelsea they're playing for pride because they started really bad this season and i mean really really bad this season and kind of turned it around and have made a little bit of a run here late in the, in the game and almost had a win over homewood to kind of start that but then started at the week after they beat pelham they've done really well so they beat a team that finished ahead of Kalira, so chelsea can win this game If I had to pick, I'd pick Calera because they're at home, but I think Chelsea has a chance to win this game and move themselves up to a three seed in the playoffs and avoid a team like Oxford, who we talked about earlier.
0: You already mentioned Homewood and Pelham. They play it at Homewood, which is your favorite field, I guess, in the whole state. But Pelham coming in six and three, Homewood coming in five and four. Not where either team wants to be, especially Tom Causey and Ben Bergeson, after they're you know been there seven, eight years each one of them. They want a better record, but still, this ball game is for something. Uh, as, as far as pride concerned, too, but just uh, bragging rights from cross-crosstown rivals.
1: These are two teams that, for a long time, kind of flipped the five and six A battle. Uh, back in the sixth classification system. One would be 6A, one would be 5A. They'd flip back and forth and would never really play each other much. And they're not in the same region now. We know they're in 6A. Pelham is in that region with Helena, Calera, and Watumka, uh, which is kind of more of a southern region. And Homewood's there with teams like Briarwood, Mountain Brook, Chelsea, uh, some more centrally located teams in Birmingham. But, you know, you're right. Uh, Tom in his seventh year, Ben Bergeson in his eighth year. Both of them, you see little glimpses here and there of that's a team that can do something special. Pelham has it. Homewood has it, but they haven't quite gotten over that hump yet. Pelham lost to Chelsea earlier this season. Um, they lost to rival Helena. So they've had a couple of moments where they've looked good, but they've, they've also fallen a couple of times maybe they shouldn't have. Homewood, they looked good early on. They beat Hillcrest Tuscaloosa, who's been a good team out of 6A Region 4. They beat Vestavia, who's come on strong late and ended up finishing the, the one playoff spot out in 7A Region 3. And then they failed teams like Shades Valley late in the season. And – haven't looked that great overall these last few games so um they got crushed by uh mountain brook and then had a chance against Briarwood, but still lost that one so this is kind of a bragging rights game homewood does need to win this to assure themselves the three seed if they lose this one there is a chance they could fall out of the playoffs altogether based on tiebreakers which is wild to think based on how how things have played out in that region but That's rewarding Shades Valley's win over Homewood and punishing Homewood for losing to Shades Valley. So they have to go into this one thinking our playoff life is on the line and this may be the last game of the season.
0: All right. The question I'm going to ask you is, has Keith Etheridge gone too far now because he's going to play at home against IMG Academy who's flying in there this could go one or two ways. I mean, Auburn could show up and give them a game, or they could get them just absolutely massacred.
1: You know, uh, with Thompson, as strong as they were throughout the season before losing last week, everybody kept asking, okay, how do they truly compare being a top five team in the country to the top teams that we hear of? To uh, Modern Day, to Dematha, to Bishop Gorman, to all these teams that we know. And then, of course, to IMG Academy, which is not a normal high school, it's a super team, basically, that's been put together. And I can't ever answer the IMG Academy question, except for to say Hoover played IMG Academy for a couple of years. They had a home and home with them a few years back and IMG Academy absolutely smoked them. And that's the same Hoover team that we all know has been good forever. And so that proves to me how good and truly good IMG Academy is. And that really they shouldn't be included in any of these rankings because it's just a different level. And I ran the stats through the old calculator and what do you think the line was for IMG Academy at Auburn? I'd have to say in the thirties. IMG Academy minus thirty-eight. How about that? So not even really close in this one. Um, it's it's I don't I don't know what to say other than good for you for getting some good you know good test in before the playoffs start. They're a two seed. They're going to be at home in the first round of the playoffs. They lost the Central in the regular season, so this can kind of maybe light a fire under them if IMG Academy comes in and does beat them by thirty-eight points, but. Good luck. That's all I got to say.
0: And you know, John, to me, it's almost like you might be taking some chances on injury. I mean, these kids from IMG, I mean, let's face it, they're in the weight room three, four hours a day. I mean, they go to school just to play football. Uh, you know, a lot of them you would look at and say, these are grown men. So we'll see how that goes. Let's stay with 7A. Uh, this could be, in my opinion, one of the most interesting games in the state. Prattville goes up to Huntsville, Matt, or, or Madison, I should say, to play Bob Jones. Bob Jones, 5-4 and four record. Not what they wanted, exactly. But Prattville, 6-3. and three, They're coming on strong. Um, Bob Jones plays Hewitt Trustful in round one of the playoff right after that. Prattville's got to travel all the way to Theodore. So Prattville's going to be covering the state. They go from north, they go to south. But it still could be a close ball game up at Bob Jones.
1: Yeah, so we mentioned Auburn. They're the second seed out of that region, 70 region two behind Central. And they have been, clearly been the top two teams over Prattville and Enterprise, who were the third and fourth teams. Well, Auburn and Bob Jones played earlier earlier this season in the, that week five non-region game. Bob Jones played Auburn. Auburn won 42 to 21. But it was a little bit of a fight until Auburn pulled away. So this is a game that I think you would go with Prattville normally, but that Bob Jones could potentially win. They're the two seed out of the the, re, the game, uh, Region 4 up there. They lost last week to Austin, but it was kind of that, hey, we're already locked into our seed kind of game, and so they didn't really um, you know need to win that game necessarily. They lost to James Clemens in overtime. They lost to Auburn. They lost to Austin, and then they lost to Buckhorn the, the first game of the season, but you know James Clements was an overtime game, and that's an undefeated team, currently tied for the longest winning streak after Thompson's loss. There's a bunch of teams tied at, at 10 wins, basically the teams that went 10-0 this season, Hoover included, but I, I like Bob Jones in this spot to potentially do something and potentially win this game. Um, logic says Prattville, but my my heart says Bob Jones. I'm I'm a fan of their coach. He was my coach. Uh, Kelvis White was my uh, defensive line coach in high school and at college in Birmingham Southern, but but this will be a good test for both these teams where they go on and play much better teams in the playoffs. You mentioned Bob Jones playing Hewitt. We know what Hewitt has. And then Prattville traveling to Theodore, who is one of the top two teams down there in Region 1.
0: Well, it's going to be a good, good week, uh, even though uh, Thompson, Hoover, some of the bigger names are off this week getting ready for the playoffs. Much needed, by the way. And that's why I mentioned that about IMG and injuries with Auburn because you look at Thompson and Hoover coming out of this game Uh, both quarterbacks were beat up on that side, so it's good for have a week off for some of these bigger schools, and you know, John, next week's hard to believe, but this show next week, we'll be talking about playoffs already. I I mean, for real. I know.
1: It's weird when I went through and finished the brackets and pretty much finished the brackets at alpreps.com. You can go check out all the bracketology there. Uh, Like I said, a few Classifications are done. A few classifications have some tiebreakers still to go. I've been going back and forth with people trying to make sense of all the tiebreakers and go over all the numbers on Twitter. So if you see anything wrong, feel free to tweet me at uh, alepreps and I'll go through and check that. But you can go to alepreps.com, check all of that, and then next week, like you said, we'll recap some of these big games that we had this week to set up what is going to be a, should be a fun playoff season. And of course, we'll have Thompson and Florence in the first round, but some really really solid games across the board in all classifications. For Jerry Young, I'm John Lunsford. This has been Next Round Preps.